0: Welcome to another episode of You Do What? The podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. My name is Cindy Arvina. This week on the show I have comedian Theo Manhattan. Theo can be found on Instagram at Theo Manhattan Comedy. And he can also be found on Twitter at Mind of Manhattan. And every Monday you can go to Theo's open mic. That's at Paladino's, now known as Theory. Uh, he hosts that with past guest Zach Elk. It's a really good open mic. Definitely check that one out. This week, Theo and I talk about playing drums in a screamo band and Magic the Gathering. Hope you enjoy. Let's start, let's start with the music stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you have like a theme song beforehand? I do. It's
0: <laughs> like a, this <laughs> punk song. Oh, cool. Yeah. So,
1: all right. So this is all in post. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mu- music was actually... So even before music, I have to preface it with my original, original passion which was I wanted to be a spy for the CIA. Oh. Like I wanted that st- starting like before 4th grade even. I wanted to be a detective or a spy like doing counterintelligence for the CIA. I was obsessed <laughs> with gadgets. I was obsessed with like James Bond and all that. I uh-huh. was like this is so cool. And my grandma would be like, "Can't you can't you like be a photographer <laughs> or something?"
0: Can't you be an artist that <laughs> makes no money? <laughs> and
1: doesn't like doesn't get hurt?
0: Yeah, rather <laughs> than this like <laughs> this very um, yeah. It's isn't it funny how being in the CIA is even less attainable than <laughs> like an being entertainment a famous career? Artist, yeah, that's
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to spy and give for your country, that's harder than yeah. people.
0: Those are always je- the so, um, do- jobs that people are very jealous of. Yeah. entertainment careers and CIA. It's like, you have no much, no idea how much work goes into all of that. Well,
1: here's <laughs> the thing. like, It's not even as glamorous as you'd think it would be. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, when you think of spies now, like real ones, you're like, I wouldn't want to do that.
0: Yeah, like private eyes. They have like pretty shitty lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean...
1: That <laughs> It's, that's what seven is like. Like uh-huh. if, if you want to be Brad Pitt, scream, what's in the box? Like <laughs> then do that. Living in a
0: bachelor studio, <laughs> just like, <laughs> in, like Van Eyes.
1: <laughs> like, I don't want to see Gwyneth's head. Um, But, uh, then I found out in high school um, that it takes like, I, I was like, I'll do ROTC for college, mm-hmm. go in the Air Force, do that to get to the CIA. Then I, f- I was like, I was sitting through the or orientation for ROTC and I was like, "Oh, gross, boot camp." <laughs> like, "Oh, I I I hate even the only exercise I do is exercising my rights as a citizen." Yeah. Like, that's, I I hate like like uh lifting. Mm-hmm. But so I was like, "All right, I won't do that." Now it coincided my mom for my birthday got me uh drum lessons. Oh, cool! So I—I
0: I was gonna say, uh, here's my two predictions. I was—I was either gonna predict that you were a drummer or a bass player.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. i i, I could have done both, but drums just seemed like way cooler. Yeah,
0: me. drums are cooler. I yeah. think drums are the best. Yeah, because yeah.
1: it's like a—it's like a stress ball that makes different noises. Yeah, it's like. <laughs>
0: And drummers are just always having so much fun.
1: Oh, it's so You never great. see a
0: bored drummer, But ever.
1: bored bass players all the time. Oh, they're
0: always bored. If they're not <laughs> bored, you're like,
1: what? You don't love this? Boom, beep, beep. You yeah. get to like slap it and stuff. But th- yeah, so that was around the time when my friend was like, hey, I know you've only been drumming for a month, but do you want to join my, uh, we need a drummer for our metal band. Mm-hmm. And that, I never, <laughs> I, I never like even heard metal before. I was like. Oh metal, that sounds gross, but like <laughs> all right, he's my best friend, mm-hmm. why not? What
0: kind it, of metal was it?
1: It was screamo. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Get this, the the name was uh As Dreams Turn to Nightmares.
0: <laughs> 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 that is like I feel like that would be um like an at midnight like response to <laughs> name an emo like like ruin an emo band or something like, yeah like a, a true band. American
1: gothic yeah. It's <laughs> like as <laughs> dreams turn to nightmares
0: that's so funny
1: <laughs> it was so and the music was just as bad as the name too mm-hmm. uh, eventually like we got pretty good like we were like people were I shouldn't say taking notice but like we we did a lot of shows mm-hmm. and uh, did you have long hair back then. No. No? Okay. No, it was like, uh, I don't know why if I'm in a metal, like, this is the longest it was, and I don't play metal now.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, you're a comedian now. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, but so it would fade off a lot better then, um, but then we turned the name into Good Morning Gamora. Oh, I like that. It, it, yeah. was, it was, it sounded a lot more devastating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember, um, I remember like in eighty uh we had... <laughs> What is we, that? As turn to night. Oh,
0: okay. oh <laughs> This <laughs> your acronym. I fucking love it. Did you guys have merch?
1: We get this. We had uh, a <laughs> we had like different button ideas. <gasps> so one of our buttons was uh, we wanted to do this concept album called uh, about this prehistoric mega shark, uh-huh. and it was called Megalodon. Oh
0: my! So we
1: God. wanted to do a whole concept <laughs> about that. Um, so that was a button. We had a button where my friend uh, Drew Arnold Schwarzenegger's the Terminator mm-hmm. saying, I'll be back, dot, 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 to see more ADTPN. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's like an early meme. Yeah. That's so cute.
1: And then uh, probably our best one was we had a a five series, a series of five different buttons that mm-hmm. were the same picture, basically. So the first one had... Um, the top of a building and a, a man taking a poop. <laughs> and then the next the next <laughs> button was like the poop falling down <laughs> through the air. And then as each button progressed, like two through four was like lower on the button. And the fifth one. It's
0: like a flip bug button <laughs> series. That's so funny. And then the,
1: the final one, it finally plopped on this guy's head. That's so silly. <laughs> it was great, and the and it said like "80 TTN" under that.
0: <laughs> but you guys never made the buttons.
1: Uh, we made the only buttons we made were this one with like a bunch of dangling light bulbs. So we were mm. all like "AFI" and my chemical romance. It kind of looked like that. But
0: I mean, you guys were trendsetters. Now you see dangling light bulbs everywhere at every restaurant time. in LA.
1: And do we see any royalties? No. no.
0: Why <laughs> about that? You start cashing in on this, like, 10-year-old idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was way before all these fucking <laughs>
1: uh, it, it, hipster uh, it's restaurants
0: like started hanging their light bulbs. Oh. <laughs> now Nerd melts has got hanging light bulbs.
1: You know what? Maybe it's time to reunite the band just to... Yeah. I'll, br- I'll get out the shofar and summon everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Let's see, uh, the, like the bassist. Uh, are we still on topic? By the way. Like oh yeah, yeah. No, I haven't traveled
0: because it's like traditions and rituals. So these were like, you know, this is how you guys would bond talking about.
1: Yeah. Okay. Ideas. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like ranting and raving about something like no, no, cr- no. And you're no. like, we were talking about zebras. <laughs> <laughs> how did it? Um, the, the probably in ADTTA we had a, uh, um, our friend Alex. He was the bass player. Short. Really scrawny, mm-hmm. like blonde hair, super emo, um, and he played. He played. When I say he played bass, he knew how to hold a bass, mm-hmm. but as to actually playing and screaming, that's a totally different story. Like, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> my guitarist <laughs> had to actively tune it for him because he'd be like, "Uh, Kevin, could you uh tune my bass?" <laughs> Alex, you're the bass player, yeah, how do you not know, oh, that's so funny, <laughs> and then, uh,
0: it's like, Mom, can you wipe me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know how to poop,
0: yeah, you know how to do it, but I don't know how to do the rest
1: <laughs> but I remember our first show ever was uh, at this church, mm-hmm. it was a church gig for the, for like a a group of like twelve year olds sleeping <laughs> over it was a church walk-in <laughs> and we wanted our <laughs> metal band to play. That's
0: so... And uh, for the listeners, where did you grow up?
1: Uh, Ro- Yeah, so this was all in Rochester, Minnesota.
0: Oh, uh, the giant-ass hospital's there, right?
1: Mayo Clinic.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, we where... Had uh,
1: Garfunkel there. Yeah, Johnny uh,
0: Pemberton's from there.
1: He is. Yeah. I think I know his sister, Maggie. That's funny. If Johnny, if you're listening to this <laughs> and your sister is Maggie, then tell her hello, because we hung out.
0: Yeah, I really hope he's listening to this. He's very funny. But... <laughs> now getting back on topic. Yeah. Um, okay, so you played drums in that, and how long were you guys, were you in a band?
1: Uh, s- probably, it was before I left for college in 2009, I want to say. Okay. So we started in about oh six, and then I broke off in oh nine.
0: Oh, so most of your high school was in this band. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, because I... I actually quit tennis my senior year to just focus on the band cuz we'd all mm-hmm. pile every Thursday we'd all pile into the van and listen to screamo. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, that drum fill, you heard that? Oh cool, that guitar part. Look, I can't wait to get there and practice.
0: What was your guys' favorite screamo bands?
1: Uh I I loved uh Under Oath. Mm-hmm. I loved Chiodos a lot. Chiodos was awesome. Um probably Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Um Scary Kids Scaring Kids was great. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, they're super yeah. good. Uh every every time I die, they're not Screamo, but they're southern metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but just just music with a ton of breakdowns and stuff. ticka-ticka-ticka-ticka-ticka-ticka-ticka-yeah.
0: That was your shit.
1: Oh, it was it was brutal. Um and I I went to warp tour. It, in 2009 and 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, RIP. I know. I can't <laughs> believe it's closing. <laughs> this is warped, bro.
0: I never went. Um, I was invited one year, but, like, I think I was, like, in middle school, and I knew my parents were going to say no, so I just didn't even ask, and I just l- made up a lie to my friend. I was like, oh, they said no. I just didn't even ask because I was like, I don't want to have this conversation with my parents and explain to them what, like, What the concept is, is, yeah, Yeah. because I just didn't want to hear like all the stupid questions they would have, like just the inaccurate questions, and me having to be like, no, it's not that, it's this, it's just.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what you. Because my dad thought that Marilyn Manson was a grunge band.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking fool!
1: I know what a poser. I know. (laughs) Come on, pops.
0: Your dad is a poser. That's that's rich. I like that. My dad's
1: a huge poser.
0: Everyone's dad's a poser, dude.
1: (laughs) We know Marilyn Manson is is a uh, is not grunge. It's totally rock.
0: Yeah, it's industrial. Get it right. Yeah, come on, God, dad. It's, it's not the '90s anymore, dad. Stop
1: listening to Kate Bush, dad.
0: <laughs> 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 I love it. Um, so, okay, so um, so you played tennis before all that. Any other instruments that you played in the band?
1: No, just drums. I. Maybe backing vocals. Mm -hmm. Um, I I remember I did backing vocals on a couple tracks, like uh, one we had this song. I I used to never swear at all, Mm -hmm. like uh, just I would say drat or darn or, (laughs) and and in high school too, and my friends made fun of me for it, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah,
0: drat, darn, rats, dang it,
1: (laughs) got dang it, yeah, got, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and uh, so we had this song. I did this impression, this bad impression of Sean Connery to my friend when we were in the kitchen one time. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, what are you kids doing shitting on my porch? <laughs> and my friend just burst out laughing, and I didn't know why he was laughing, and he's like, do it again. So I said, shit, and I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> so we did. We made up this song called Sean Connery Can't Say Sit, and then in the... In the um beginning of the track i go what are you kids doing shitting on my porch (laughs) and then the song starts
0: that's uh, that's awesome
1: yeah those are about the only vocals i did and it was just drums otherwise It was
0: like ringo ringo never sang and when he did it was like oh
1: when he did then everyone went to the bathroom or got a beer at the concert
0: i i will i love ringo and i do not mind his songs people hit, like to I hate know, on it. They're great. Yeah, they're really good. They're fun. They're like that's what was so cool about him is he just like, I don't know, he seemed to not really care. Uh, I mean, they all kind of seemed to like not really care much about the Beatles at a certain point.
1: It, you mean if you don't like Ringo?
0: Yeah, people that like don't like Ringo, they're just like, "Oh man, he sucks." Like he he's just like the worst part of the band. He's the drummer. <laughs> he shouldn't have to anything to say. It's like, I mean, they all kind of like <laughs> He hate shouldn't
1: him. have anything to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like stupid shit like that but i feel like he's very underappreciated and maybe that's a common a common opinion of him that the he's underappreciated easily yeah maybe i'm a ringo apologist hack <laughs>
1: <laughs> are are you is here favorite beetle no 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 paul is okay mine's john yeah.
0: I uh, love John too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love them all, but Paul has the soft spot. I mean, it's a,
1: it's hard to choose. It's like, what's your favorite shade of red? Like, yeah, it's, it's that hard. Exactly. Just so totally.
0: What's your favorite kind of cat? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like don't make me pick.
1: <laughs> what What do you think is Ringo's best song?
0: Um, I'm shit. Oh. Yeah, you are not going to see me in the movies. Going to make a big star out of me. It kind of sounds country to me. I think that's why I like it, because it's so, like, goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry I don't know the name of that song offhand, listeners. I'm sure you're yelling at home what the Poser. title is. Yeah, I'm, I'm Has definitely... Has my dad <laughs>
1: been talking
0: <any laughs> Yeah, we've been chatting. I was like, give me the intel on Theo so I know what to ask him. <laughs> um, before we move on to talking about Magic the Gathering, any other cool stories about when you were drumming with the band Did um, you guys go on tour? Uh never
1: we never went on tour the only road gig we had when I was in it was uh we went to La Crosse, Wisconsin mm-hmm. which is like um an hour away mm-hmm. like we were so close to the border you could just dip into Wisconsin but we we did a we did a road gig and it was for this it was for lacrosse palooza or whatever (laughs) it was called it was like all metal for Uh a bit and uh we just had fun like we would drive next to each other on the road roll down the window and we would throw chips at each other just to see if we could get it in their mouth that's so funny but the chip would always just (laughs) like (laughs) perpendicularly blow this way yeah but and then uh colin who was the guitarist and screamer uh, who replaced alex and then his girlfriend got in a huge fight after that, so that was fun to experience That was super awesome mm-hmm. um, but that was our first road trip and um there were what we we rec- maybe we recorded a few songs, but it's like then it just
0: do you guys put them on MySpace?
1: Yep, totally. Yep. We Hell totally yeah. had a mic. <laughs> uh, We even did, like, the photo shoot in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> we did it in our basement.
0: Oh, man, you're bringing back so many memories of, like, the the Screamo bands that were, like, big at my school. I, d- I wasn't into that, but... I was
1: about to ask if you listened to it, No,
0: too. I... and I I Yeah, I don't know. I liked, like, some pop punk, but I never got into Screamo. It just wasn't my cup of tea, but, like, I appreciate it for what it is, and, like, I was friends with a lot of people that did like it, so... Yeah, I guess I can. I could see why they like it, but it was never my bag.
1: It's a huge acquired taste.
0: Oh, definitely. I'm sure if I like forced myself to listen to it back then, I would have gotten into it. But it was just one that I was just like, I don't have the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. I'm like, I'm already trying to be cool in other ways. I don't. I can't do this one.
1: <laughs> I can't be this hardcore, guys. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was just a poser. <laughs> 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 um. And that segues into our next topic. I was friends with a lot of people that liked Magic the Gathering, but I never played Magic the Gathering. Oh, man. Because I was also not wanting to get invested. I don't have the time.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, now I don't have really... Because it costs so much money to play now. Oh, really? If you're a casual player, you can just dig up cards and play. But if you're... I used to play um, competitively. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't play. I didn't really play semi pro because I didn't do that well to consider myself one. But I did. I did. Uh, I worked at a card shop too, and mm-hmm. I played competitively. But man, you, you would have like deck competitive decks cost like you know five hundred for a cheap one
0: for one deck.
1: Yeah. Wow. The, one of the most expensive decks you could get in that format would you shell out 10k
0: oh my god yeah. i never knew like okay so you probably started what like middle school
1: i started magic in in uh middle school uh-huh. early high school actually okay yeah
0: and was it cheap to play back then
1: yeah because your parents bought them all. oh 40, yeah that's right yeah it was <laughs> free it was for you cheap, yeah. but like how
0: much was like a, a pack of cards
1: so a pack like ranged about 2 to 3.99 mm-hmm. uh, like adjusted for inflation is like 3.99 okay. a pack but you could also go on websites and buy singles for a deck you needed so uh-huh. you could just do that but yeah i mean if you're playing casual it's super cool to just play for like like have an eight circle of friends like eight friends and like buy pizza and just like I have my angel, I have my dragon, Uh I have my demon. uh, I have my harbinger of night. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only card I know because
0: my two friends that played it together all the time, they would always, that was like one of their screen names and I asked him, I was like, why harbinger of night? He's like, oh, because when we were playing Magic one time at this tournament, this guy kept slamming down and going harbinger of night. (laughs) 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 And they thought it was so funny that they just like made that, you know, their screen name and whatnot.
1: Oh, no. So, trading card players are the nerdiest people. Very
0: nerdy. <laughs> oh
1: my god! Like working in the card shop is. I especially, there was one dude who his dad drove him to every. Uh, this guy's like thirty. Mm-hmm. His dad or mom drove him to the card shop to drop him off. Like gave him money for snacks, <laughs> but he wore he wore gloves to handle his cards. That's so funny. Like this was all for Yu Gi Oh. Oh, really? for magic? I had to facilitate magic? those tournaments. Because <laughs> like, I was the low guy on the totem pole. Yeah. Like, you get thrown in with the, the smelly nerd. <laughs> they smelled but the They didn't know what deodorant was. That's
0: so funny. But he had
1: gloves. He had special gloves. And he had the Millennium Puzzle, which <laughs> in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's like the ancient relic pyramid. Uh-huh. But that's where he held his deck. Wow. And opened it up with, like, this grace of a gazelle. This like... <laughs> Here's my treasure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> feast your eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there was there was another guy named Donnie. Uh
0: huh.
1: Um, Darko. No. <laughs> oh, d- d- definitely, <laughs> definitely. He was not in his element. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he would he always played fiends in Yu Gi Oh, which was like the one of the types, and like he didn't understand why anyone else wasn't because he was like he's like why doesn't anyone play fiends? <laughs> He sounded like that,
0: <laughs> like a little like forest <laughs> troll. He sounded
1: like a fiend, like he was a fiend. He loved the fiending. <laughs> I guess
0: so. That's so funny, Donnie. Oh. That was Donnie.
1: Yeah, that was okay. Donnie. And oh god, because I I played Yu Gi Oh in middle school, mm-hmm. um, but and that that was, it was an obsession of mine. I got the man, I got the anime magazine Shonen Jump every month. Uh It was, like, all the anime and manga. It was the manga. Sorry. Oh, I I thought
0: you... Okay, for a second, I thought you shortened manga to mong, and I was like, no, Theo, no.
1: (laughs) I'm just reading some Japanese I'm totally reading some (laughs) mong right now. You want to read mong, bro? (laughs) I got totally mong. But it, it would have, like... The upcoming sets, and here's the singles from the sets. Like, check it. Oh, a card is inside if you buy the issue. So we always bought the issues. Like, whoa, Blue Eyes Rainbow Dragon. Yeah. What? How <laughs> many of these can there be? <laughs> but uh, Just No so Magic good. was an absolute obsession of mine. Mm-hmm. Like, when did you stop playing? Uh, basically, when I moved to L.A., I had to sell everything. Oh, to
0: move okay. Here. Yeah. So.
1: I I have one deck left in storage because uh-huh. I was like that's my casual deck. I want to play it with people at the. St- I I still go to drafts sometimes, at Emerald Knights on uh, Burbank Boulevard. Oh, that's cool. It's a cool store in North Hollywood. Uh, in yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Right, right next, right near the uh, the uh, other door. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's cool.
0: That you're still into it.
1: Oh totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still catch up on Star City Games with all their articles about mm-hmm. the tournaments and like strategy and stuff. Uh like all the nerds coming back out again. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like I, it. I feel like I'm back in the those days, but um it's uh where am I where am I going with? It? Yeah, I they even s- like stream tournaments in different cities like so I watch the pro games on Twitch. Like j- just just so I can, and they have worlds every year. They have pro tours for mm. every set that comes out. These people win like f thirty, forty thousand dollars playing these events. Jeez! Wh-
0: besides, um, besides the U.S., what country I- is biggest for Magic?
1: I would say. S- so based on like the the world's players, uh, like Japan's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um. U- US, USA, I would say, has like the highest ranked players. Mm-hmm. Canada, too. It's oh, okay. Can, it's Canada, uh, China, and Japan, and then maybe Brazil.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you could go to Indonesian people, like a headhunter. Never before discovered tribe, and they would probably have a pro magic player. That's
0: interesting. Yeah, because I was I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe it's just like first world countries, but no, it's also second world countries, third world even, maybe
1: even fifth. Yeah, (laughs) fifth world,
0: (laughs) (laughs) just under the ground.
1: Just naked mole rat people. Yeah. This, we play magic too. <laughs> Harbinger of night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, every time. Yeah, every time. Harbinger of night. <laughs> and, and what was funny about those, like Harbinger of night, they would do like puns. Sometimes they'd do like puns, so they would spell mm-hmm. it like, It'd be Harbinger of K N I G H T, and yeah, it'd be like yeah. a Dark night.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah, Harbinger of Night with the K N I G H T. W- they also changed it to Narbinger at one point. What is a Narbinger? The Narbinger. I don't know. Uh, they just they just made it up. The Narbinger. That was Kay. like one of the guy's nicknames. <laughs> Colin, if you're out there.
1: <laughs> C- come on out and like uh, show show us. But um, there was. I I always like I I bought in the store like I always had to sort the cards so mm. I always bought the creepiest looking cards from the store like there was a card just called Chandler
0: Chandler yeah its like name was friends? Chandler
1: yeah <laughs> 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 and he was like this creepy priest who was like fiddling with this amulet or something jeez <laughs> uh, like all these single named there there was one called a uh, mud button torch runner <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just no semblance of because like with Pokemon, you know what to expect. Like when you see a Pokemon with a certain name, you're like, yeah. But like with Magic, it's it's so varied.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, there's there's so many animals and creatures. I, I think probably the coolest type is uh, the angels. Mm-hmm. I, I love the angels and and, and dragons, and I l- I love angels and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I live with my mom.
0: I still have a blog on GeoCities. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: NeoPets account. Yeah, NeoPets account. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: well, what else was I gonna ask? Oh, um, how long does playing the tournament take? Would that be an all-day thing?
1: Yeah. Um. So basically, with these events, it's like a it's like a three-day thing. If mm-hmm. you get to the the finals, it's like two or three days usually. Mm-hmm. Pro tours last three days. Um, and there's usually at pro tours, there's like hundreds of people at these events, mm-hmm. so they have like different. It's always round robin too. It's uh, and it's only single elimination in the top sixteen, mm-hmm. but um, sorry, top eight because they the, the, you place in the top eight. But um, yeah, it, it's it's three days. Mat- matches themselves like one match is best of three, mm-hmm. so. And then invitational finals, best of five. Uh, yeah, j- just like hundreds of people, tons of different decks too. But there's there's always like if you look at the top eight, all the winners, there's usually like three or four archetypes of decks that win. So there's like variations of the archetypes too. Okay. So did I know j- exciting stuff. <laughs> oh, it's cool. It,
0: it, that's what is so fun about like nerdum and like geekdom is just the coming together of everybody. How, like, how
1: much we care about it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, did you make friends that you specifically only saw at tournaments? Uh,
1: I I only yeah I would I would say like all the guys that I worked with at the shop, mm-hmm. um, but it was usually it was usually like through my bandmates. Or just like people at work that, oh like, cool, you play too. Let's like go to a Friday night magic event at the shop one day, you know, and then you'd play. So some and then uh, but yeah, it, I I didn't like meet anybody new at the tournament I did when I went to the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was strictly business. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew a lot of people there, but I didn't like meet them there. Uh huh. I remember there was this, this super cocky guy who I was, was going to ask. Is there assholes? <laughs> so many. I
0: bet, yeah, because I mean, oh. not to be like ableist or anything here. There's a lot of people on the spectrum like playing these games, and they're they don't really like no social cues or like yeah. niceties. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I remember, like on a minor, end, I played with this guy who <laughs> I was about to shuffle his deck, and he was like, "No, it's been shuffled already. I'm good." <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. There'd always be guys like, uh, Did you mess up the cut? <laughs> did, you, did you mess up how this deck was? G- God. But, like, probably the cockiest I've seen is uh, in the top eight of the event I went to. Um, this this uh, Asian guy was playing. He was playing Storm, which is a type of deck. I, I forget who he was playing against, but he, like, pulls off the combo, and then he, like, jumps up and he's like, Yeah! Oh yeah, <laughs> just like s- celebrating way too hard in this guy's face. Oh my god! And everyone was like, "What a what a jerk!" Yeah, but you you don't. It was the jerkdom usually came from just super condescending behavior mm-hmm. or like you don't know what you're talking. Like my idea for this is better. Oh, you play three copies of that. You should be playing four copies. <laughs> like, shut up, dude! Like cut. Like look at you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look what you're doing!
1: <laughs> Do you see what's happening right now? Yeah,
0: this is not life or death. <laughs> <laughs> I know, even though it feels like it right now.
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: did you ever get into any fights with anybody?
1: Nah, I want I want to say no because, you usually I played a lot of nice people, but mm-hmm. you you would just get people like if you were doing well enough, they would start to, they would start to just like. Go all quiet and pissed that you did something. Yeah, I I I, I ruined this kid's day once, by playing a, an event. Um, he, he was playing this, so the format was Legacy, which is a super fast version. It's usually like a turn two or turn three kill. Um, and he he brought a deck that's good for like casual play. Mm-hmm. So it would take like maybe eight or nine or ten turns to do anything. So, I just for first game I don't know how he did it but he ended up winning. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh damn, okay. <laughs> so, second game I cream him. Third game I set up like I set up uh, a card and I get it to the right one I put out these two, uh, three assassin tokens they're called and if one does direct damage to you, you win the game. So, I remember this kid had a I think like uh, two, it was like two creatures and I attacked with two tokens or something. And he he was so, he could have blocked to not take the damage, but he was so just distraught about me winning the second game Mm. that he was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, you know, you can block, right? Don't you want to block? And he's like. No, it's okay.
0: <gasps> his will for it was life was like an
1: eight-year-old kid. Oh and wow! His, his older brother, who was like thirteen, was sitting next to him, mm-hmm. and uh, so he while he's packing up, the he, the older brother just glaring at me like <gasps> I did something. It's like, dude, your your younger brother could have balked. That's your that's on him. Should
0: have been like your kid brother sucks, and then like <laughs> slapped all the cards out of his hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a funny video where. Uh, there this uh nerd it's called like big nerd or table flips or something mm-hmm. like that. But he like gets all mad and then he table flips <laughs> with all the cards come off and
0: that is like
1: nerd rage. That
0: is the funniest thing to me. Not to like I don't wanna wanna be a part of it or like be the person on the receiving end of yeah. that, but like to be a witness to that, I would just like I'd pay money to do that.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you'd you, you pay, like, ten bucks, you'd wait in line, and you just get to flip a table. Yeah. Just to know I just want to
0: watch someone flip a table. I don't <laughs> even want to flip the table.
1: I <laughs>
0: oh. just want to see cards fly, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the closest I've ever gotten to that was I was playing some board game, and it was just getting, like, so tiring, and there's so many rules, and I was just like, this is a dick movement. But no one else was into it. I just like, was like, all right, we're not playing this anymore, and just started, like, messing up all the pieces, and people were like, all right.
1: <laughs> you, you probably were doing what everyone was thinking. Yeah,
0: some people were just like, "Thanks." <laughs> oh
1: God, thank you. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, I'm a hero." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, any any um, closing thoughts on on Magic: The Gathering? Any what was like the rarest card that you never got but that you always wanted?
1: Okay, uh, well, ju- just to make it just to make it for the sake of the the cool factor mm-hmm. to it. The, the rarest card ever will do, like, a Price is Right thing, too. Okay. but I like it. Um, rarest card ever is from the very first set, which came out in 1993. Mm. And it has to be... It's called Black Lotus. And it's it has to be in mint condition, like, sleeved up, no creases or wrinkles on it, just completely taken out of the pack, immediately framed. Um, and it's an artifact... Where it's zero cost, so it doesn't cost anything to put on the table, <coughs> and then you sacrifice it to get three uh, mana. Mm. Uh, You're spending money of any choice, color of any c- color. So it was like a big card. It was like the best card at the time, and still is. Mm. But the f- so the the there's three editions of it from the first three sets. Guess how much it costs. For Black Lotus Mint Condition from the Alpha set.
0: Okay. Can I ask, like, more detail? You can. Okay. How many of them have been manufactured on speculation?
1: Don't quote me on this. This is a ballpark estimate. I want to say, like, maybe at the time when it was printed, I want to say only a hundred or couple oh, hundred. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: Holy shit! All right, that was more than I was initially thinking. Then um, I'm gonna go with five
1: thousand. No nope. two more. Two more guesses.
0: Okay, am I up or down? Up. Oh my god! Okay, ten k. Up. Holy shit! Okay, um, thirty k. You're right. <gasps> I'm right.
1: Thirty auction oh. it sells for thirty thousand dollars, oh
0: my God, for
1: one card,
0: wow, and only like we speculate a hundred printed,
1: yeah, like very loose speculation, but super super rare like and the the box itself, an unopened box of the original set, if you were to get it would value at about seventy five to eighty thousand dollars,
0: oh my God, wow. Yeah.
1: That's a pretty penny right there. That's uh <laughs> sure um, that's a
0: that's, that's a car. A Tesla. Yeah, that's a Tesla.
1: Like right. hmm, Tesla or this unopened box of the first set. Yeah. Hmm.
0: That was like that was more than my the car that I drive. That was it's m- nuts. Isn't more it? than, that was like the car I drive and like my student loans. <laughs> I didn't have that many student loans, so that's not a huge telling, but
1: <laughs> still. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, I'm gonna keep my eyes out for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be a rich woman someday. Yeah, it's I like will like not the find lottery. it. I would have to like, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And I I, I know time's of the essence, but Not really. w- what's cool is if you go to garage sales, m- most people don't know the value of the cards. Oh. So if you go to garage sales, always look through trading card uh-huh. collections because par- it's most. It's always the parents who get rid of them. Mm-hmm. They think like, oh, it's probably like 10 bucks
0: for this whole Collection. Yeah, that's what Zach Elk was saying about sports cards last week.
1: He's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I've heard instances, so the lands, that's how you get your mana source to pay for the cards to cast them. Lands are super expensive in the old sets. Mm -hmm. So, like, especially what are called dual lands that can do one color or another color. It's called underground sea, like, or tropical island or volcanic island. So, those lands are super expensive. I've heard instances of people finding one or t- two of those at garage sales being sold for, like, $5, and they're worth about f- three or $400. Oh, my
0: God. That's incredible. Remarkable, ladies and gentlemen. Just yeah. keep your eyes. P- the, for the 30 people that listen to this on the regular, I hope it's 30 still.
1: Hey, <laughs> <Today> it's <laughs> 30 more than what listened to my podcast. Yeah,
0: Next time you're at a garage sale... Find that card. Send it over to me. All right,
1: I'll send sp- it to Cindy, please. Like yeah. fund, fund her. Like give her a Patreon. Yeah, just <laughs> using the money from Black Lotus. Yeah, help
0: me maybe buy like a a mobile home one day. <laughs> <laughs> help me not not pay for the mobile home, yes. but <laughs> well, I thank you so much, Theo. This was really interesting.
1: That w- it went by so fast. I know, huh? Yeah. <laughs>